0: You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Nagy rolled with his veterans over his rookies against the Seattle Seahawks and got the win. But is that what's best for the Chicago Bears? Should the Bears prioritize rookie development or protecting them for 2022? This is Locked On Bears, and I'm your host, Lauren Cox. I'm an analyst for Pro Football Focus, and I'm here to bring you your daily in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. You can follow me on Twitter at Cox Sports One. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Bears. You can like Locked On Bears on Facebook. Join the Locked On Bears Facebook group for even more Bears talk. And make sure you're subscribed to that Locked On Bears YouTube channel to keep up with all of our video podcasts as well. Thanks for making Locked On Bears your first listen today and every day on the show today. The debate the veterans versus the rookies. How should the Chicago Bears handle these last few games of the season? Do they need to get Justin Fields, Tevin Jenkins, Larry Borum, and the rest of the rookie class and really other young players out on the field to get a few more games of development before 2021 is over? Or are they better off shutting some of them down or keeping them limited on the bench, playing the veterans and protecting those young players, making sure that you're not risking any potential injury for 2022? We'll kind of go through the pros and cons of each side and then go a little bit more specifically into some of the players because I think there are some nuances in in more of a case-by-case discussion for guys like Fields, Jenkins, Borum, even Thomas Graham, Kindle or some of the other younger Bears players that we would potentially like to see more from if the situation was different and leaves the Bears in kind of a, a tricky spot here. Some of the decision against the Seattle Seahawks in particular was not Matt Nagy's choice necessarily, right? Tevin Jenkins suffers an injury early in that game, and then the Bears have to sort of then put Larry Borum in at left tackle, but they'd already he did choose to put Larry Borum on the bench to start the game with Jermaine Effetti instead at right tackle. Justin Fields on the injury list with the ankle, so so Nick Foles gets the start. So not exactly a choice there, although we do wonder if maybe they're playing it extra safe with Fields injury, or to just what extent that is bothering him. But regardless, some of it was Matt Nagy's choice, some of it was not to go with the veterans in the game against the Seahawks. It was enough to get the win against the Seahawks, and you can see from Matt Nagy's perspective why he would go that route. Like First and foremost, the, the, the one that jumps out right away is like, well, you, you don't want to risk suffering some sort of serious injury for one of these key young players for the future of your franchise, and if they suffer the injury late in this season like this and it's something significant, I'm not even going to name one to not chance anything, then you risk not having them available for week one for the start of the next regular season and certainly missing valuable off-season time where they are working with their teammates and getting development and maybe it's a new coaching staff that they're getting acclimated with or a new playbook or whatever is going to happen this off-season. There, There's some, there, there's some real potential there for the, the worst-case scenario to happen in these games and there's some value potentially to protecting that. Also from Matt Nagy's perspective, he's still trying to show that he can rally the troops here and that the team will play hard for him and that if they can win a few more of these games and really bring things together around Nagy, could that be enough to save his job? At this point, I kind of doubt it, but... From Matt Nagy's perspective, you gotta do everything you can. I mean, if you're if you're just resigned to losing your job, then why are you even still doing it, right? He's he's still gonna try and push through as best he can and get those guys amped up to play and win games. And so if he can show that, hey, these players are fighting for me and they're winning, you know, that's that's some self-preservation there for Matt Nagy, which of course, like I don't blame him. That's just that's just a kind of a reflection of what the, the situation that he's in. Of course, he's coaching for his job and playing veteran players perhaps over rookies he might see as giving him a better chance to win because they have more experience and you know he knows what he's going to get a little bit more from them and can be more reliable and plus I mean these are all just professional athletes who who care right in these games they have dignity they have pride they enjoy what they do for a living and want to play football at a high level and so like of course all of your veteran players are want to be out there and want to be playing hard for your team. I mean, I know we can, we can go through and find exceptions and moments and players sometimes that maybe aren't giving as much effort as we like, and that's frustrating. And, and that's But I think that's sort of a separate discussion here, right? This is a Bears team that is playing hard for their coach. That might not mean anything in the bigger picture, but it does mean something for Nagy at least trying to have some pride, dignity, and, and maybe still fight for his job. But then even on, on a more micro level, like, in some of these individual player contracts, there are financial incentives, whether it's specifically playing time. You know, some players have a, a, they get a bonus if they start a certain number of games or, you know, make a certain number of tackles or make a certain number of receptions or rushing touchdowns or you know, whatever it might be. I don't know anything, any specifics for the Bears players, but there are financial incentives to playing a certain number of games and being out on the field and potentially Sitting a game on the bench might interrupt some of those financial incentives as to why uh, play why why you might want to play your veterans. Plus, you have the majority of this roster entering free agency next season, so a lot of these guys are trying to show either the Chicago Bears or the rest of the NFL why they deserve their next contract or what their next contract should be, how much money they should make, what kind of value they have to whatever team they're going to play for in 2022, whether it's the Bears with Matt Nagy it's the bears with a different coach they're trying to prove themselves to or just a completely different team these guys all have a heck of a lot to play for even when the playoffs are not in the picture and that's not and, and certainly rookies also have a lot to play for but it's just to say that you know these veterans aren't just Even the veterans don't feel like well I don't need development time for playing I'm not playing here to like master the NFL game or whatever cuz you know Robert Quinn or whoever doesn't need more playing time to do that but it, there is there there are other incentives and motivations here for these Bears players to go out there and play hard for Matt Nagy and, and to win these games and to push in that direction as to why Matt Nagy might opt to go to the veterans here. And even like one little thing, the more games they win, the the worse their draft pick is going to be, for the New York Giants so maybe there's an incentive there to to loosen to lower their first round pick like yes it would also then move the Bears second third fourth etc picks back as well but it's not going to be you know that moving a couple picks in the second round is not going to make as huge of a difference as it tends to at the top of the first round so I I think there's there's certainly plenty of logic and and really on both sides of this and that's where I think Nagy and the current perspective of like okay maybe let's opt to sit some of these rookies or if it's a coin flip between a rookie and a veteran we're going to go with the veteran for all these reasons but I think you can make some pretty strong arguments in the other direction as well that you know playing these rookies might still have some value even in just a few games we'll make the case on the other side before going a little bit more nuanced on a case-by-case basis with some specific Bears rookies next on Locked On Bears. It's the New Year, so that means New Year's resolution, and if yours is about getting fit or just eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bars in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, but instead of having all that junk, that sugar, that corn syrup, that calories that you don't need, Built Bars are good for you. Every Built Bar, first of all, soft, chewy, covered in 100% real chocolate, but the kicker, Each one is low sugar, low calories, high fiber, and high protein. It's got all the nutrients of a protein bar, but it tastes delicious. I've tried a lot of different protein bars on the market, and nothing has this combination of nutrients, deliciousness, flavor. They've got a bunch of delicious flavors. I promise you will find something you love. I really am enjoying the gingerbread built Bars right now. So head on over to built.com. And use our promo code LOCKED15, and you're going to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off at com. I personally come from the camp with this Bears team to play your rookies, particularly some of the bigger name guys that we'll get to as to some of the nuanced reasons. Although I, I think being on the outside and missing some of the information about health and other things, but we'll kind of get into that. But I generally tend to feel like late in the season when you're eliminated from the playoffs, play your rookies because it is valuable and worth the risk that this playing time that they can get in these games, it's not specifically like any more valuable than playing any other games early in the season. But I think. Every game, every live regular season, or I guess postseason, but you know that's sort of the point here is that it's not postseason, any live NFL competition for a young player that's still trying to learn the NFL speed and adapt from college and grow, and even if it's not even their first year, but just any inexperienced player, a player who has not played very many regular season snaps or games over their career, the more you can give them the better. That that's so important to development is just actually being on the field and getting to be, being able to fail sometimes and succeed sometimes, too. But learn from your failures and learn from your successes that it's just not something that they can perfectly or even, I think, debatably how well you can recreate in practice or in walkthroughs in the offseason or, or virtual meetings or even just working out right you you can't substitute exactly regular season live bullets against a real opponent a lot of development happens in the off season and and that's very important and that's part of why you you do want you do have concerns about risking a potential injury and not wanting to, you know, have a player like Tariq Cohen, for example. Not that he's a young player, but you know, has the torn ACL last year, misses the whole offseason, and now is missing a whole second regular season. I mean, that's an extreme example, but it, it's it's in that family of like, yeah, well, you know, you want to have all your young guys available for as much of the offseason as possible to especially if there's gonna be a new head coach and wanting to get through all that. So I, I do get that, but all of that offseason work can still be done, and then also you also then can get the in-season development of being in those live games, especially for some of the specific players of, that the Bears have and some of the things they still need to work through, right? It's, it's so critical to be able to not just go in the theoretical and in the simulation of, of practice, but in the real moment where a real player can, a real opponent that you don't like can actually hit you and cause you pain and really refute all of the hard work that they've put in as players through their careers in the offseason, all the months of training lead up to those regular season games, even when there's no playoffs, right? When you, when you step on the field, even if you don't get the Seahawks, right? I mean, it's, it's the end of the season. The Bears are eliminated from the playoffs. The Seahawks, are, are they got eliminated after losing that game, but we're on the way out. Like You could see how much it still means to these players, right? There are stakes, even if it's not playoff stakes. They have stakes, Personally, and all the things we talked about, about why the veterans wanted to be on the field, financial incentives and playing for the next contracts and playing for their coach and, and all those things like that's what makes the regular season game so valuable for the younger players to be able to get that specific development for themselves to build tape on themselves that they can go back and watch in live game situations and get just get that wider repertoire of experiences to say, okay, now I faced uh, a post corner double move route from Justin Jefferson. So I know when I'm gonna play him twice a year for the next decade in as long as Minnesota keeps him right you, you've you've seen that now once and you, you know when the Bears play the Vikings a second time right It's another chance to, to have faced that and every single thing that you face is like, okay, now I've faced you know shotgun double tight end, counter run to the right where I'm the edge defender and I need to set outside and say, okay, now I've done that before once. It's not a hypothetical thing. I've practiced it in an NFL practices but now it's against a real opponent, right? There's so much intricacies to it and value to have that in their memory bank that the next time they go through it, they've been there before and they can learn from whatever they did the first time that they did it. I also think it's continued time to develop some more of that chemistry with your teammates, especially the young players, right? They're they're going to be here for a while. And so you want them all playing together as much as possible so they can keep sort of building that cohesion, right? It's one thing with the veterans where it's like, okay, a bunch of these guys are going to be free agents. There's probably going to be roster turnover and they might not all be back. So what kind of chemistry do they need fair? Justin Fields is going to be here for four years. Tevin Jenkins, you know, Larry Borum. Thomas Graham I mean, etc a lot of young players on this team are going to be sticking around for at least the next two to three years plus I mean depending on how early they are in their career so to be able to have even more time to build that chemistry with teammates I think is valuable and then I also think there, there's something real about building some kind of momentum into 2022 I don't know that it's you know it's not I don't know that you're going to find Empirical, strong, like okay, players who played well in week 16, 17, and eighteen, therefore play well in weeks one, two, and three. No, I, I don't think it's quite. It doesn't. I don't think it quite translates to week one. I think that's a lot of carryover from that. But it just seems to me like if if you're a play, if you're a young player and you're excited about your rookie season and maybe you get hurt or you you feel like you get benched, you know, like and we'll get into this like with Larry Borum, right? I mean, like he, Jermaine Effetti got to start at right tackle, and so it's, that's not a benching per se but you were in the lineup and through nothing new no, no wrongdoing of your own you're now sort of removed from the lineup and if that had been the last time you played like that's that's what you're going to carry into the offseason was just like well I, I i'm back on the bench and to be able to to kind of end the regular season with more opportunities to put some tape and to build on some things and then you can sort of go into the off season saying like okay Here's how I finished the season. Here's what's still fresh on my mind that I need to keep working on. Whereas, if if you're a rookie who hasn't played in five weeks and didn't play in any of the last five weeks, you know you, you don't you're not carrying that a- as well. I mean, yes, you can still go back to the games that you had played and all that, but it, you, you just end up spending the rest of your season watching your teammates on the sideline. Is not conducive as much to picking that up exactly in the off season. So yes, I think it can be a little bit overblown the momentum in the off season thing, but I do think there there's at least something to that on top of the need for more playing time equaling more development and mattering more in the regular season and developing that chemistry with the teammates and that that's a lot of why I feel I'm, I'm in the play your rookies camp but I don't think it's a blanket statement or a, even a blanket opinion that play all rookies right I'm, I'm not saying bench all your veterans and play all your rookies and even some of the players I, I do want to see out in the field I'm, I'm not sure that we have all of the information we'll start going a little bit more specifically into fields jenkins the rest of the bears rookies next on locked on bears The Chicago Bears are six-point favorites at home against the New York Giants at betonline.ag, the number one place we recommend for all of your sports betting needs. It is the number one place we trust. Moneyline has Bears minus 275 if you want to pick them straight up, but the over-under for this game set as the lowest point-total betting On BetOnline, just 37.5 points is the total they're expecting the two teams' scores to add up to. So if you're expecting a little bit more back and forth in this one, that's a great odds there for you to be able to take advantage of all the lines at BetOnline. Not just for football, but they're your number one spot for basketball, soccer, hockey, tennis, when baseball comes back around, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games online, all at BetOnline.ag. So don't wait to sign up for your free account today. And when you do... Enter in our promo code LOCKED ON, and they're going to give you a free 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is, BetOnline is giving you free money to play with at betonline.ag, where the game starts. I want to see the Chicago Bears start and play Justin Fields out through the rest of the regular season, but I, I, I don't know how much to put in the injuries that he he's dealing with right and that's sort of my my caveat here is that you know part of me suspects like okay how bad is this ankle really and is it just sort of a way to to go with the veterans either because you think it gives you the best chance to win or just because you want to kind of shut down fields and protect it for 2022 and that's where i sort of throw the asterisks on this is like if doctors are telling me yes fields is healthy enough to play but he also might be more susceptible to further rib damage or further ankle damage like if all of a sudden the risk of injury is higher then I'm I'm more willing to shut him down but but if you know if maybe he's injured but if the doctors can say that there's no if, if there's no abnormal injury risk of injury right if he's not if it's not any different than any regular game you might put fields out there then i am absolutely playing him i'm, I'm not i'm I, you can't coach scared of the random injury right the random freak injury that's just unpredictable right it, it could happen in any week and any game that you play the player and they're no more likely to happen in week 17 or week 18 than they were in week three or week four Again, if they are more likely because of injuries he already has, that's a different story. But if medically the doctors can be confident in saying he is not at any greater injury risk because of other injuries, then absolutely I am playing him because Justin Fields needs time on the field to practice these types of shorter throws, to work on his footwork in the pocket, to work on... Maybe getting rid of the ball quicker sometimes or not trying to be a hero. And certainly developing chemistry with some of his teammates, his receivers, his weapons, being on the same page. All these things that have been themes throughout Justin Fields' season is why we've spent once a week, I feel like, we talk about how, man, the Bears should have started him early or at least had him work with the starters earlier in the preseason in the training camp and maybe start him week one or maybe not, but get him more involved more early and how that slowed his development because he wasn't getting that playing time early enough. And so I want to give him as much playing time as I can unless... I feel like his risk of injury is somehow higher because of his current injuries than it would be in any other week. Same kind of thing with Tevin Jenkins, right? I mean, he hurts the shoulder against the Seahawks and has to come out and Borum goes in a left tackle. I'm not rushing Jenkins back out there if I'm worried about the back or the shoulder. But if there's no abnormal increase in injury risk, just because of the injuries he currently has, that I'm going to have him out there and play him. And, of course, now Jason Peters is is unable to go, so they don't really have a, a great option to replace Jenkins anyway, so it's not as big of a point with Jenkins. But, like, Larry Borum, right, behind Jermaine Effetti. I, I I just don't know that there's a, a very good reason I can find to start Jermaine Effetti over Larry Borum in that game. It worked out because Borum had to go fill in for Tevin Jenkins, but, like, I'm not really convinced that Jermaine Effetti give you a better chance to win at right tackle than larry borum like who's the better player right now if Eddie or borum i'm not I, I you could probably flip a coin you know i I'd, I'd go that far to say it's pretty close but i'm not i'm not totally convinced that jermaine ifedi is the better overall option at right tackle regardless of what borum being a rookie or a 10th year player he, i think he i think he's the better right tackler certainly close enough that you just play him right he's better for your chance to win now and it's better for your chance for the future I mean I get that like if Eddie's the most experienced of the offensive lines so you made him a captain and put him in the starting lineup to have an experienced guy in there but what did that get you I mean it got you a, another penalty and then kind of like shoving and or pulling away was it Justin Fields against the ox right? I mean it's just more of this a uh, bad sack from Jermaine if I mean just I'm just frustrated with him as the Chicago Bears right tackle and I don't think there's a very good reason to not just be playing uh Larry Borum more at right tackle except now the Tevin Jenkins injury might get Borum in at left tackle and that kind of changes things. But, like, I want Borum in the lineup because he's better than what the Bears have at other options at tackle. And I want Tevin Jenkins in there if his current injury is not going to be a risk for a greater injury. The one that's tricky for me is the cornerback spot with Thomas Graham and Artie Burns rotating and Kendall Vildor still being on the roster, I guess. And this one's interesting to me because, like, Burns is not a rookie the way Thomas Graham is or Vildor's a second-year player. But he is he is still i don't know he's not he's not that young but he's kind of still an a lesser known player to the bears in terms of the quantity right i mean like we knew he was a first round pick with the c with the steelers and struggled quite a bit but like the bears are still trying to figure out what exactly they have in burns and so it's not a blanket rule for me to say start the rookie for me i think at this cornerback spot it it's who do you who do you need or want to learn more about for 2022 right do you because you do know that Thomas Graham is going to be back but you have to make a decision on whether you want to bring Artie Burns back and so I could see where it could be in the Bears best interest to play Artie Burns more in these last two weeks to really get a couple more games of tape on him to say okay is this a guy we want to still be around this team or not, because we know Thomas Graham is still going to be around this team. I mean, I, the the playing time for Graham would be very valuable. But and, and that's not to be like an argument of like why well, I'm not I'm not even saying they should start Artie Burns. I, my inclination is to say I know Burns is not great. And I want to develop Graham and see how great he can become. So I'm going to play Thomas Graham. But I'm I, my point is like that that's, there's some nuance there. So I could see them having value of playing Burns if they want to see what he can show them. And honestly, same with Kendall Vildor, right? Like he got benched. And of course, you know, he's been playing because of injuries and COVID. But do they want to see more from him? As they make these, you know, he was benched. How do you respond to the benching? What have you learned this season? Let's see how you respond in these last few games. Obviously, a busted coverage or two last week against the Seahawks may have sort of answered to that, but it's the same sort of thing, right? It's like, which of these cornerbacks do you need to learn the most about over these last two games? And honestly, I think I'm still prioritizing the Thomas Graham development over learning learning more about two cornerbacks that battled each other and neither one looks like a starting caliber player there. That probably ends up being the case. But all of it's to say is that in some of these decisions, we don't have the full information on Justin Fields' health or on how comfortable the Bears feel with the different cornerbacks that they do have on the roster, and so we can we can try and apply some nuance to it here and not just make it a blank a blanket play the rookies plan. But that is generally where I want to go. Get as many young players in the game as you can without you know drastically sacrificing. You know you're not going to bench Robert Quinn just to play. Ladarius Mack more, right? I mean, there's a, there's some realistic lines here, but play Kyrie Tonga a little more at nose tackle, right? Get, get him some more playing time in there. Get some other guys some time in there because those reps are valuable. We'll see how Matt Nagy decides to handle it over these last two weeks. The win over the Seahawks may have saved his job for another week, may have extended his time, kept the Bears from firing him immediately after that Seahawks game, because they're not going to pay their coach after win. And of course, now heavily favored against the Giants, he could get another win and keep his job another week. We'll certainly start paying closer attention to that Giants game with our Crossover Thursday podcast tomorrow with Patricia Chena from Locked on Giants. So make sure you're subscribed to the Locked on Bears podcast. Come right back, tune in for that one tomorrow, and then on Friday, we'll put together a game plan for how the Bears can beat the Giants, get another win, and get ready to try and finish this season on a strong note so that whoever's back or coaching or which players are there for 2022 that they can sort of build off of some of what we saw this season thanks for making lockdown bears your first listen today and every day if you're looking for your second listen today check out the ultimate college football playoff preview 2021 here on the locked on podcast network our local experts betting advice and draft analysis breaking down these college football bowl playoff games leading up to the national championship it's wherever you listen to lockdown bears right now you just search ultimate college football playoff preview 2021 the most comprehensive college football playoff preview is live now so go check that out i hope you'll keep tuning into lockdown bears this week i hope that even as the team doesn't have a lot to play for that the podcast juices you up a little bit as you more tuned in and locked into your team and of course hopefully makes it that much easier for you to bear down